Welcome to another exciting edition of Chiropractic United for January 11th, 2012. Special guest, Dr. Brian Kelly from Life West. This Chiropractic United podcast is brought to you by Chiropractic Biophysics Seminars. For more information on CBP technique, browse to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching. For more information on how Dr. Fred can help build your practice, browse to elitecoachingllc.com. And finally, by PostureCo, makers of the award-winning PostureScreen mobile app available in iTunes, as well as the X-ray digitizing software known as PostureRay. For more information, browse to postureanalysis.com. All right, Deed, take it away. Okay, welcome everybody out there in podcast land. This is the Chiropractic United podcast for the week of January 11, 2012, and I believe this is our first first podcast of the new year, 2012, so welcome everybody. Yes. Today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a great chiropractic college, some new things that are happening at this chiropractic college as well as some research updates that have impact for the winter season, as well as some clinical practice tidbits and some philosophical banter. So if anybody doesn't know what Chiropractic United out there is, and this is your first podcast, uh, myself, Dr. Deed Harrison of Chiropractic Biophysics, uh, my colleagues, Dr. Joe Ferentelli of Posture Co., and Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching, we run Chiropractic United, and the general mission and purpose is to get chiropractors on the same page, working together towards the future of chiropractic that is philosophically sound, technically correct, and scientifically sound. That is our purpose out there. Uh, the podcasts are a free service that we offer, and then if doctors want more information on uh, corrective care techniques, they can go to chiropracticunited.com, and they can search uh, that website for relevant products and services. So first of all, welcome Dr. Joe and Dr. Fred, and our special guest, Dr. Brian Kelly, president of Life West. Welcome, Brian. Good afternoon or good morning. Yeah, thank you. And Dr. Dr. Fred DiDomenico, do you have some uh, introductory words for the listeners out there for 2012? Yeah, I just want to say that, you know, this year is a very significant year. I feel that the profession is in a transition. That's why we have you on here, Brian, Thank you for being here. And there's a lot of stuff going on, man, with the CCE, you know, this DCM degree and all this stuff. And what Kyrie United is about is not necessarily, although we do make comments about DCM degree, <laughs> that are personal opinions. But, you know, it's really about strengthening the philosophy, bringing together the science, art, and philosophy of chiropractic all in one. CBP is the most researched technique ever. It is spinal correction. That's what chiropractic was founded on. We appreciate the fact that Life West and Brian support the fact that you are the only school that has a spinal corrective technique as core curriculum. And so that's why you're on here and that's what our message is, is to strengthen the true principle of chiropractic and bring the profession together to strengthen the roots that chiropractic was founded on and bring more people into the fold, so to speak, so we can grow this purpose in the direction that we feel it was created to grow. So there. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> well said. Now, to introduce uh, Dr. Brian Kelly, the, the uh, current president of Life Chiropractic College West, 
Dr. Kelly, how, how long have you been president now of Life West? 51 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the day. Yeah. Pretty much to the day. In fact, I was sitting in my office today and Dr. Clum walked in. He dropped some stuff off. So it was just awesome to see him again. And, uh, and what great leadership. You know, 30 years building and running Life West, putting it on the world map, and, uh, and all his work for the ICA and, uh, you know, for many other organizations in the profession. So to be given the opportunity to, uh, to carry the torch uh, is certainly an honor and, and one that I take seriously. Awesome. You know, I, I witnessed Life West grow up as a kid when it was formerly, uh, well, at first, Pacific States Chiropractic College. My dad, the late Dr. Don Harrison, uh, was a, an instructor there and on the faculty. So I would go there as a very young kid and I'd hang out at the campus. So then for me, it became uh, full circle when I attended Life West in the mid 90s and then graduated from that campus. So uh, personally, I'm excited to have you as the uh, successor to Dr. Klum. He did an amazing job for his time, but it, it was certainly time for somebody uh, new and, and uh, you know, with just just a little bit different direction and vision to take over the school and move us into the future. Yeah. And, and uh, Dr. Brian, can you give a little bit for our listeners, uh, can you give a little background, like where you came from? I'm, I'm just sitting back thinking back, at, you know, when, when I personally first met you was when I was with Deed, and we came down to New Zealand. Deed, what year was that when we came down there? Oh, that would have been uh, about 2002. Yeah, because that's when I had hair back then. Um, <laughs> but can you, can you give some of the listeners that, that may not know a little bit about your career, a little bit about your background? Well, uh, my uncle was a chiropractor. He graduated from Palmer College in 73. He came back to New Zealand, which is where I grew up, and uh, we started having this chiropractic stuff, and it was just awesome. I mean, just life-changing in terms of health. So I went through my teenage years, and, and chiropractic was the difference. You know, you fall off a skateboard, go to the chiropractor, get a cold or a flu, go to the chiropractor. I broke my neck falling off a horse, went to the chiropractor, took an x-ray, and he said, today there's things we're going to do, and there's things we're not going to do. Um, so I got to my mid-teens and thought, hey, this is just awesome. So I went to chiropractic college in Australia. Uh, back in those days, there was no school in New Zealand, and the dollar, the U.S. dollar, was twice, uh, you know, the New Zealand dollar. So any thoughts of going to practice or studying in America, it was like double the tuition is what you'd have to pay back. So I went to school in Australia, had a great time, good experience, and I practiced there for 11 years. Had two clinics and five associate docs. And then I got involved in the New Zealand school, and uh, when, when it was sort of in about its 10th or so year, got on the board for a couple of years and really enjoyed that. If anyone wants to do something in chiropractic that's different but will stretch you, there's nothing like getting on a board of regents of a chiropractic school. And then an opportunity came up for the presidency there, and, uh, and I got the gig, and I was there for eight years and had a great time. Uh, and I also got involved in a group called the Australian Spinal Research Foundation, uh, and they raise money. They raise a lot of money in Australia and New Zealand and in and, and recent times around the world uh, for chiropractic research. And they're really focused on what they do. And uh, uh, so I sat on that board for about 11 years and enjoyed that too. Fantastic. Why uh, did you decide to take the, the presidency at Life West? What was the attraction, Brian? I think, um, I, you know, the New Zealand school was in trouble when I got there and, and uh, you know, within six years we had a new campus and, and you know, enrolment was strong and we had a good research program and I kind of felt I'd done my time. You know, I like building things. That's kind of who I am. And 
Um, and then I sort of got this call one day from Dr. Klum and he said, you know, I've been doing this gig 30 years and I, you know, think I'll do something different in chiropractic. Would you have any interest in taking over? And I dropped the phone. You know, imagine if someone called you and it was Dr. Klum and he said that. So I phoned the school back and phoned San Francisco and I go, can I speak to the president's office? And it was him and he was, you know, he was serious. Uh, but there are a couple of attractions. One of them was, um, you know, Life West has uh, consistently ranked, you know, number one alumni satisfaction out of all the chiropractic schools in North America. So I knew something was happening in the program that was cool. Uh, in fact, in New Zealand, we had modelled our technique program and some of the other programs on Life West. So philosophically, it was very close. Um, and then I came up and visited the school, and, and, and it just seemed to have awesome opportunity. And, of course, being in California, there's more chiropractors here than, than any other state, province, or country in the whole world. So I'm like, what an opportunity. Um, and then I looked at the faculty, and, you know, we have people like Malik Slosberg and Dan Murphy's been with us like 29 years. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that is awesome. And the school's like 32 years old or 33 years old, and Jim Hawkins has been here the whole time and still teaching and loving it. And, and I looked at the staff and, the you know, the whole thing, and I think this is just cool. So to be given that opportunity is both an honor and a privilege. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, can, uh, I, I was reading on the LifeWest website, and I hope I didn't uh, misinterpret this, online at lifewest.edu. Are, uh, are we looking at a new campus going on? Well, we moved to this campus 10 years ago, and uh, uh, we're not planning on moving in the near term, but we've got some exciting plans to, to expand. And if anyone's visited here or been a student here, um, you know, there's like 40,000 square foot of unrenovated space, and we've got plans to build that into an auditorium, which can be a basketball and volleyball centre and then be used as an event centre. Uh, so that's an exciting project we're looking at. And... Um, uh, it's also there's been some changes on the board. You know, the, the chairman of the board, Dr. Carl Dieter, was the chairman for like 26 years, wow. and uh, which is just an awesome service. And now we have a new chairman, Dr. Tim Gay from Southern California, is coming on board, and uh, he'll bring a different vision and new ideas. And uh, and there's been some other new board members join us. You know, in recent months. So uh, we're not planning on a new campus in the near future. What we are planning on doing is is taking the institution from good to great. And uh, uh, we've hired some new people in different areas. Um, we hired a woman out of Stanford, and uh, she's got a PhD in social anthropology, and she's going to help us build a accreditation plan to get regional accreditation because that's something that we haven't haven't achieved yet. We've never never attempted it, so we want to we want to get that uh, ticked off. Um, and so it's an exciting time. It's like a time of regrowth, and uh, uh, and I'm very yeah very very pleased to be here. That's great. With regional accreditation, so first of all, I think that maybe what I read was some new buildings going on, uh, like you were talking about, not necessarily the new campus. But with regional accreditation, what does that do to the broadening the scope of what LifeWest is going to offer? Um, well, it means you could offer other programs, but that's not our intention. One of the, one of the things is it, is it um, gives you a different level of credibility amongst potential students. Um, that was never an issue years ago, but somehow now people think that's important. But the other thing it does is it makes you look inside at your processes and, and build quality. You know, you have to do things at a higher level administratively. Um, you have to have teachers that have a, or, or professors that have a, you know, faculty development plan and feedback plan. And so I don't know how you make Dan Murphy a better instructor, but, you know, everyone will be into that. And uh, uh, it's about doing a better job. So that's the primary thing. The secondary thing is, there are students from other countries who would love to come to Life West, 
uh, and they get loans and allowances from their, say, their government. Uh, and so currently they don't come here because they're not eligible uh, because we don't have regional accreditation. So it'll give us that, that piece as well. Yeah. Uh, but having that, you then can offer other degree programs if you so choose, but that's not our intention in the short term and, and that's not sort of the main motivator. Uh, fantastic. That's good. Uh, well said. That's what I was kind of prying at there. I'm sure some of the listeners out there would have uh, had similar uh, thoughts and questions on their mind. Uh, before I continue, uh, Dr. Fred or Dr. Joe, uh, anything to add or offer? No, I just <clears throat> I just think it, it's, it's a great program and we've always been great supporters of, of Life West. I you know, I, I graduated from uh, Life East over here because I'm in Florida, and I, I looked at the schools, and I knew nothing about going and living in California, and I knew that Atlanta was closer to Tampa, so, you know, and I did some history, and I, so I'm, I'm glad I went to a sister school. We, we, we won't talk about the school that Dr. Fred went to, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah, you mean, what, what school was that? What, what, your school? I don't know. I forgot the name of the school. Scuzz. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. But you know that creates great rebels. So uh, you know the people that rebelled against it end end up doing extraordinary things. Putting yeah. extraordinary people into a common school doesn't doesn't usually fit so well. Yeah. But anyway, I have a question for you, Brian. I mean, we, we know about Life West, and we're we're kind of catering to the listeners here, and we know that that life general in general the philosophy is awesome the principle of chiropractic is taught there i mean i you know joe's dogging on me but i went to lacc but and uh, you know subluxation was profanity there so we know hey you're in the corrective the cbp's core curriculum but and there's so much more than that and obviously you're on here because we want to let people know that that is a preferred school so i guess what do you feel and this is your platform. What do you feel is is unique and stronger about Life West that a person wanting to be a chiropractor would have an advantage going there over some of the other schools? Well, that's a good question. And I, you know, get out and meet a lot of prospective students and a lot of docs. And I say, you know, a good thing is to shop around. You know, if someone's going to go to school and invest time and money, you know, look at the area, look at the cost, look at the whole deal. But Primarily, it comes down to what's the objective of the program. And ours here at Life West is to prepare you for personal and professional success. We want to make you the best you that you can be and go out there and, and practice, you know, and have a really fulfilled experience. Um, but I meet docs and they say, you know, I went to such and such a school and they wish they hadn't or they're embarrassed about it. And I, I think that's a sad thing. And so, you know, then I meet people and they say, well, my son went to such and such a school that was closer and, you know, I teach him philosophy on the weekends. And I think to myself and I say to these people, why would you put someone through that? I mean, why would you do it, you know, for three and a half or four years? Um, but, you know, we, we sat down with the board last April and we said, you know, where do we want to go? Like, you know, if it was a blank canvas called the future, where do we want to take this thing? And, you know, it comes down to vision. You know, what's the vision of your life or your practice? What's You know, that's an exciting question. And so for the institution, we said, well, ahead of determining what the vision is, we needed to know what was important to us. And, um, you know, you mentioned the subluxation word. I've been banned from speaking at a school in the UK because we talk about subluxation. And I'm like, that, that's the craziest thing. But I'm proud of that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So our values that we said were important were, you know, the philosophy of chiropractic uh, and an understanding of vitalism, holism, and innate intelligence. And so I'd say to someone looking at a school support, uh, you know, are, they the, are they those the things that the school stands for? Uh, we decided we valued congruence in chiropractic and living a congruent chiropractic lifestyle. 
so we just took Coca-Cola out of all the vending machines. We said, look, we're not anti-Coke. We're just not going to be a drug pusher, a drug seller, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did things like we took off the white clinic jackets out of the clinic interns and said, you know, that kind of works in dentistry or medicine. If some people want to do it, that's cool. But to me, that's not what a 21st century contemporary chiropractor would wear. So why would we do it at school? Yeah. Um, another one we decided was, we, you know, we value the seriousness of the subluxation. That's got nothing to do with whether a subluxation exists. It exists. We're just concerned about the seriousness of it and its effect on the individual and global life expression. And we're like, that's a good reason to get out of bed alone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one of our values was we value the power and specificity of the chiropractic adjustment in restoring the integrity of the nervous system. We think there is great, great power in adjustment and the intent of the adjustment. And I, I think in the last 20 years, and I'm generalizing here, and I, but I've had no one disagree with me in the last year as I've been on the out around meeting people, the standard of technique generally amongst chiropractors in the last 20 years has gone down. Uh, we're less specific. There's less analysis. We've moved further away from the nervous system. And, that's, and then results haven't followed, you know, clinical results. That's one of the drivers why people have got into all sorts of other stuff. Yep. Uh, and, of course, maybe because they can bill insurance for it. But, um, you know, people come to us because we get results and because we're different, and I don't think we want to we give that up, you know. Um, you know, we've, we decided we value the environment and have a commitment to a sustainable future. So when I got here, I looked up, and we have, like, five acres of roof space. And so we're currently this year looking at um, what would it take to get, you know, solar power on our roof and sell that back to the grid. Wow. Uh, we value a purpose-driven life. We value the profession's, profession's history and our heritage. We value the concept of loving, giving, and serving, and we value integrity and ethics. So out of that, the board said, okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, what's the vision? And we, we decided the vision actually transcended chiropractic and chiropractic education, even though that's our mission. So we said the vision of the institution is to create a brighter future for humanity. And we're like, cool. Mm-hmm. It just happens that the mission is about education, chiropractic education, research. Uh, but that was the vision. So... That's where we started, and um, and uh, you know, as a result of that, we knocked out a strategic plan, and we're you know heading in a direction. But the primary thing is, uh, you know, what goes on in the classroom is it congruent, and, and is it is it vitalistic, um, and because that's what chiropractic was built on, and and uh, you know, the professions moved a little away from that, or moved away from that a lot, you know. But the notion that we should have drugs in chiropractic is is uh, is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a time and a place for medication. There's no time and no place for medication in chiropractic. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I, I think the, the concept that health comes from the outside of the body is, is, is a concept that's taught in some chiropractic schools. It's, it's an allopathic model. And, um, you know, you adjust a person and you stand back and you just watch, watch in awe at what happens, uh, you know, when the nervous system starts getting turned on or tuned up or in balance, whatever happens, uh, to that individual in their life. And it's like, that's priceless, uh, you know, we should charge well for that, we should be paid well for that, and we should give an, an abundant service. And, um, you know, I think the service piece has moved out of chiropractic a bit, you know, that concept of serving for the sake of serving. Um, but, you know, the more you do that, the more it tends to come back to you in different forms. Awesome. You know, that was a very profound quote that, well, we should probably plaster that one up on Facebook, Joe. You know, there's there's a time and place for medicine, but there's no time or place for medicine and chiropractic. Yep. We're going to put that one in quotes. Yep. Plaster that around social media from you. That's awesome. Awesome yep. statement. Yeah, it's a great vision, Brian. Uh, this is, I mean, it's, 
the students, you know, and I've heard, and as have Deed and Fred, I mean, when you came on board, everybody got excited. They, they really got excited with what you're bringing to the school. And, you know, it takes a lot to excite a student who is just studying to try and get through, you know, and it, it seems like to them that they're never going to make it into the real world when they do that, you know, <clears throat> how are they going to make their bills with their student loans? And when you see students coming out that are like, wow, this is, it's changing before our, our eyes. And when we hear from yeah. professors that they're excited to go, go to the school and work. And, you know, you know, I don't know if Deed hears that, but I hear that from, from people. And you know what? That's really powerful. I mean, what you've done in such a short time is really exciting for me as an onlooker watching this transform. And it must be very impressive to Deed who went there. You know, to see the change and see the excitement of people getting getting excited to bring basically your the what chiropractic really is in and in, in just uh, bringing all the vitalism back to the school and even bringing it to the you know into twenty twelve. You know, this is awesome. Do you want yeah. to add anything to that, Deed? Yeah, you know, the the thing that often surprises me is is the way we see life west and the way we see this right now oftentimes the the public at large and then the profession the chiropractic profession at large may not recognize what life west brings to the table you know it's it's still not really that widely known that that people like dan murphy and malik slosberg are at life west chiropractic college and for me, I've, I've got uh, some um, strong ties to Life West that are not just uh, the fact that I went there and it, I'm an alumni and that's my alma mater. The fact is that Life West is the only uh, chiropractic program in the entire world where chiropractic biophysics is offered as part of the core curriculum course, where all the first year students are actually exposed to the science, philosophy, and art of chiropractic biophysics technique. Uh, CBP technique or chiropractic biophysics is offered at many chiropractic colleges, but it's offered as an elective. So uh, at Life West, where we have the core curricula course, it, it's very important for the longevity and the identity of the technique that I'm now the leader of and that, of course, Joe and Fred, you're affiliated with. Uh, I was just on Facebook uh, two weeks ago with a prospective student and they were considering a number of chiropractic colleges, and I don't want to say which ones they were they were throwing out. But as soon as I said, "Well, Life West is the only uh, chiropractic college that offers CBP as a core curriculum," immediately the, the the tune kind of changed. Where this individual was like, "Wow, I didn't know that." Mm-hmm. And so now Life West was already on the list, but then that that kind of elevated the status there a little bit because that student was very interested in going and learning more about chiropractic biophysics technique because uh, his particular chiropractor actually practiced the technique. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that we actually need to do maybe a little bit better job of getting the word out there uh, about Life West, whether that's through the podcast like we're doing now, uh, whether it's due uh, to social media, or whether it's through the, the avenues and ventures that Life West is independently pursuing, like getting regional accreditation to uh, broaden the scope. So that's my thought on that. Nice. Yep. Well, so I had a question, Brian. I mean, you know, you came in with a vision and you have a board and you guys obviously exchange ideas and everybody has a vision. You should come to a common vision of the school. 
And what you shared with us, even though I picked out that one statement, you shared with us an, an awesome vision and obviously the ability and the team to be able to create that. I think what also myself speaking personally and maybe the listeners are, who's, who is the man on this mission? Like, who are you? What's your vision? Whether it's personally, professionally, in chiropractic, like, what do you see? Yeah, I guess that comes to your back, you know, your upbringing and your influences. And so um, the family I grew up in, my dad was a, a campaigner for social justice. He was involved with lots of different organisations and um, throughout his, you know, career, and they were sort of my formative years. And so um, uh, he went on to become a member of parliament in New Zealand and went on to become the New Zealand ambassador to Canada. And, you know, so the, the environment I grew up in was probably different than the average diet that the average person has. And so I got to see the world a different way. And, um, you know, the, the concept of the vision of the school, a brighter future for humanity. I mean, in, in, the, in the scheme of things, the time we're here on this earth is, is short. It's very short. And, um, and I think if people think about their legacy, you know, it's not a building they built or, a, you know, a monument or a... It's like, how did you help change, you know, the course of humanity? And, um, and I love being in practice. That was just the coolest thing. You know, you literally see people's lives change in ways that uh, I don't, you know, I'm sure it happens in other healthcare professions, but in chiropractic, it's, it's miraculous. Um, then I got involved in the research organisation because I wanted to help, you know, raise funds and channel funds and research so we could, you know, beat our chest and say we had a better job. Then I got involved in education because I thought, how hard can it be to run a college? <laughs> but I've still got here. I've still got here. Um, and, you know, I guess people people often leave chiropractic college and never want to go back. It's like, hey, that was, you know, whatever it was, whatever it was, but they want to move on with the rest of their life. But you know, it's an addictive place. You've got young, inquiring minds. You've got very bright minds. You've got faculty who are inspired, and, and, and there's always new ideas bouncing around. And, but really, chiropractic education is a vehicle, and it's a vehicle to help shape the profession. And to give you an example of that, uh, you know, I had I spent this week, actually this week, a year ago with Dr. Klum, uh, as we were kind of handing over, and he gave me the playbook and, the you know, the dirt on the players, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That was kind of fun. And, um, and, you know, there's a lot of things he told me that I'll take to my grave. And uh, But one of the things, you know, he started sharing was some of his regrets, you know. And I guess, you know, if you get to the end of a time doing something, that's a logical or obvious thing you would do. And um, anyway, as he's sort of saying these things, I'm thinking to myself, hang on a sec, you know, Life West has had 4,500 alumni and if, you know, 90% of them were practising and they saw the average patient load and, you know, the average chiropractor worked 48 weeks a year, and I, and I checked the numbers and I said, that can't be right. So I got a calculator and I checked it again. I said, you know what, Jerry? I go, this year around the world, this was 2011, I said, there'll be 30 million people having adjustments because of what you've done at the school here. And uh, we both, you know, welled up with tears. And so um, I think the idea of inspiring a patient or a person to become a chiropractor is, is a phenomenal thing as well. And, and often we forget about that. Uh, but, you know, the school's generally enrolment's down in chiropractic education in the last 10 or 15 years, and uh, I guess there's a number of reasons for that, but uh, I'm, I'm more excited about chiropractic now than I was 15 years ago, and, and so I guess, yeah, one of the help we need from the docs is, is translating that, um, you know, that intention into action, and so sending students is a, it's an important thing, mm. and uh, that'll become part of your legacy. And I think it was Reggie Gold who, in his practice time, had sent 147 people to chiropractic college. Uh, and that's pretty powerful. Wow. Yep, that, that's absolutely amazing. And, you know, you, you said a couple things there. 
First of all, I want to know: Did uh, Jerry give you any dirt on me that I have to be concerned about? <laughs> oh, not... that'll be on that'll be on Facebook within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the second thing is, you know, when you said the doctors really need to support the colleges like Life West. I mean, Life West has a very specific vision, a very specific purpose. They, they adhere to the core chiropractic philosophical principles, which are oftentimes challenged and in, in, in being neglected in today's educational institutes. And so doctors out there that are like-minded, they need to support Life West. They need to send the pr- uh, prospective students to Life Chiropractic College West. Not only that, if there are CBP doctors out there, the chiropractic biophysics doctors out there, because Life West is the only chiropractic college in the world that offers this technique as core curricula, you've got to support this school as your number one place where you're going to send prospective students. If you believe in the technique and believe in the work that we've done collectively, then you are indirectly supporting CBP technique by supporting Life West and sending the students there. And then the second thing would be it's not just the students. Chiropractic colleges are still largely privately funded and supported. And so the Life West alumni that are out there, you said 4,500 alumni. Is that what you said, Brian? That's correct, yeah. So the 4,500 alumni out there need to step up to the plate and support this college in a time where the college needs your support when uh, enrollment's down, not at just life, but across the United States and across the world in general. So the alumni need to step up and say, hey, I'm going to support the school that gave me the education and gave me the ability to go out and practice chiropractic the way I believe it. And then the CBP doctors out there also need to do the same thing. We need to step up and support uh, Life Chiropractic College West in this time where everybody's, you know, everybody's concerned about the the economic future of their business, of their family, uh, of the country. And, and, you know, in those times of need, sometimes you just need to kind of forget about that. Things tend to take care of themselves with effort. You also need to consider supporting the, the people that have supported you in the past, and that's the college. So personally, what I did, I'm going to tell everybody out there that that I uh, sent a check to Life West uh, for $5,000 in December, and then I promised $1,000 a month for 2012, and and I'm going to do that. So I would like the CBP doctors out there and the Life West alumni out there to to do something similar. It doesn't have to be the same amount that I'm doing, uh, but it it should be. a month, whatever we can do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Deed, I want to thank you for your support. Um, Just awesome, you know, awesome. And I know there's many causes and and, uh, we really appreciate your generosity and your action. But I think you hit the nail on the head and that is, you know, we are tuition dependent. And um, uh, it was different in New Zealand. You know, every time we got a new student, the government gave us an extra $8,200. It was kind of pretty cool. Uh, but up here, of course, it's, you know, that's what we rely on. And, um, uh, you know, on August the 8th of 2011, Cleveland College LA closed. And to me, that's like a practice that closes in your community. You know, it's like we all lose when that happens. And so uh, I guess the point you made, you know, is that if, if what we stand for at Life West, what our values are and our vision uh, is congruent with yours, uh, you know, the listeners, uh, then we'd ask them for their financial support. 
which is as important as sending students and as important as the goodwill. So uh, thank you, Dave, for your leadership. Well, in elite coaching, I'll donate 500 bucks for every every time a new client joins. So we have big goals for this year. So uh, we'll we'll pitch in for that as well. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. So, so that's great. Any elite uh, on the fence member out there who is thinking about joining <laughs> uh, Dr. Fred's uh, practice consulting and uh, corrective care leadership. If you join this year, it's $500 to Life Chiropractic College West. And uh, what better way to uh, support the school? Yep. That's awesome. There you go. So get moving. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Brian, you're, you're going to be uh, next week. We all know that there's a, a big trade show event in Las Vegas, uh, Parker Seminars. Are you going to be in attendance there that if there's somebody that or a potential student or a doctor that would like to learn a little bit more about the school is there do you guys have a booth number are you doing any speaking there um is, can they get in touch with you there personally um yeah we're going to park seminars what a great event eh? it's been um gee, it's been going for like 51 years or something just a fun fun thing great speakers uh we're having a party down on the thursday night like a, a drinks party and if uh, people send me an email we'll give them an invite to the to the party that's on the thursday night between uh, you know after the speakers during the day um, and we'd love to. I'm gonna be there for three days, just hanging out and ch talking to people. And, um, and so I'd love to meet some people and say hello. And uh, uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, down there, Dee, and also hearing you speak. I believe that's on the Friday night. Is that correct? Yeah, Friday night. I'll be speaking there. I believe it's uh, from five to seven. I think I've got to check my times, but I believe that's correct. And then uh, we'll be at booth uh, 901 through 903. Uh, so we're going to have a great time at Parker and yep. can't wait to see you there. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a good time. A couple more quick things, uh, uh, Brian. Our our instructor there at the, the Chiropractic College for Chiropractic Biophysics at Life West is uh, Dr. Cindy Boyd. And yeah. she she is one of the handful of female instructors that I have for Chiropractic Biophysics. Uh, unfortunately, we just didn't uh, attract a lot of female uh, chiropractors that were teachers uh, for us when when my father was around. We still had some great female chiropractors, but none of them were actually in the role of um, teaching the technique. And so it's, number one, it's a great thing that uh, Dr. Cindy Boyd's there, but number two, to have a, a female chiropractor leading that technique there is a, is a great asset for me. Yep. She's a rock star, isn't she? Yeah. She is just a power dynamo. And um, yeah, she's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. If you know, if you ever get any complaints about her, I need to know too because now that affects me. I always tease her about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's a she's a serious individual and uh, and popular with the students. So um, uh, yeah, we're very we're blessed to have her on board. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been uh, I've been extremely happy with her. She stepped up in, into that role when our uh, the past instructor, Dr. Kerry Cardinal Barr, uh, came down with a pretty serious illness called pregnancy. <laughs> and, and she had to leave the class, so uh, Cindy stepped in a couple years ago. Uh, the, the last topic we're going to discuss is actually research and evidence, and and I often lead that. Uh, but before we do, uh, what what kind of research is undergoing at Life uh, Life West right now? What kind of projects uh, are going on there, either now or that you have outlined for the future? Um, we sat down last year and we said, you know what. Um, it tends to be at chiropractic schools that, you know, researchers 
is sort of gravitates in the direction of the people you have on board, you see. So it tends to be a little bit scattered. And we said if our resources are limited and our focus is very specific, then we needed to be specific in what we wanted to achieve. And so, you know, we set these eight strategic goals, and one of them was about research. And we decided there's three areas that we're going to focus our efforts on. Um, we're going to focus our research on the nervous system, on paediatric chiropractic, and on quality of life outcomes. They're the main three. Um, now, with any technique or within any technique, you know, uh, it may fall into one, two, or even three of these categories. But we said they're the fundamental things that chiropractic is about, you know. And, of course, if we're not doing paediatric research, um, that's working against us, particularly when there's jurisdictions in the world where it's illegal to adjust children if you're a chiropractor. Yep, yep. And in some other jurisdictions, it's on the radar. So that was the first goal. And so we hired uh, Joel Alcantara, who's a rising star in, in chiropractic paediatrics, and we uh, have a relationship with the ICPA where uh, he works for us you know, some of the time, and he's on campus here, and he's just only been with us three months, but you know, he's already making a big wave. And then we're going to appoint two other people uh, going forward to head up those other two areas. Um, you know, we get caught up in, in, in uh, you know, the nuances and we want to sort of prove different things and so forth. But I think ultimately chiropractic is about outcomes. You know, it's, it's what happened as a result of what we did. And so that whole quality of life outcome, yep. uh, we're really, really excited about that. Uh, and that will take different forms. And, uh, uh, but, but they're the three areas that we're focused on. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I've known Joel for a long time. And so I was excited to hear when he got appointed uh, director of research at Life West. Um, just a great guy. And if you run into him, tell him I said hi. I'll do that. Yeah, he's 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 um, he's a rising star on the world stage. You know, so he's the most prolific publisher in chiropractic pediatrics. So he's the guy I wanted on board. Yeah. Yeah, that is absolutely correct, um, uh, Dr. Fred. Some uh, final thoughts before I dive into the research of the week. Uh, you know, I think we pretty much covered it all. I just, um, you know, I've heard, I haven't met you personally, Brian. I've heard phenomenal things. I know that you're traveling all over, speaking in many groups. I would love to have you speak at one of our elite coaching seminars this year so I can be in contact with you and, and uh, we can talk about that. Um, you know, we have a CBP following. You know, we have CBP in Pettibon. Elite coaching is all about spinal correction. So all those people there know the value that Life West brings to the profession and the value that you bring to that school. Yep. So you would be obviously very well received and supported. And Fred, you're going to, well, you'll meet uh, Brian at, uh, Brian, you're going to speak at uh, Billy's seminar, right? Cal Jam? Cal Jam, yeah, that's coming yeah. up next month in Southern California. Yeah, so, so Fred, uh, you'll be there, so you'll get to meet uh, Brian firsthand. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a great venue for getting everybody on the same page philosophically too it's it's a wonderful event and uh, so that'd be a great place to indeed you're you're on we're going to be be there as well too so a lot of great speakers are going to be there as well so the next two months are going to be some pretty powerful um uh, i hate to call them trade shows because ces is a trade show but it's some powerful events for uh for chiropractic and just getting out and seeing what's out there and if you guys that are listening now haven't been out or if you're tuning in for the first time and really don't know what chiropractic biophysics is about, a lot of times people have some misrepresentation of what CBP is. And when they come out to these events and they hear Dr. Deed speak, you know, it, it, 
it touches them because we are such philosophically based chiropractors. They just thought we were just research scientists and we didn't know anything about adjusting half the time. Um, so it's a quite an eye opener to realize that we are the structure and science about subluxation correction. So uh, if you guys are, if you can't make it to Parker, definitely come out to uh, Cal Jam and uh, listen to uh, you, uh, Brian, and indeed. And, and there's a, a, a lot of great speakers at that as well, too. So just invite them out as well, too. Yep. And uh, real quick, Dr. Joe, is uh, Life West on, on your app as a, a advertiser and as a screen that pops up? Actually, you know, I've, I've been uh, trying to get a hold of some of the, the people in the media department because that's one thing that I would like to offer uh, to your, you and your school, Brian, is that I'd like to get you guys on our app. You know, as uh, I'm not sure if you know, I'm the, I'm the techie in CBP, and uh, my, my app is actually uh, my posture screen mobile application has actually caught me off guard, indeed off guard, with something that was a, a hobby originally. And an idea that we had really uh, surprised us with the the spread throughout the world of uh, we're approaching 10,000 downloads. Um, wow. And it's just, it's mind-boggling to see how many people, we were taking calls today, people that have never heard of, believe it or not, have never heard of chiropractic biophysics. And wow. they, of course, they would do posture exams. And, you know, what better way, you know, the iPad is the hip thing to have or the iPhone 4S or you know, the iPod Touch, and yes, people out there, we will have an Android version, but I'm, I'm an Apple guy. But, uh, you know, so it, it's a good exposure, and that was the main mechanism for why we wanted to have an application was as basically a, to, an advertisement mechanism for subluxation-based chiropractic and those that actually support, especially CBP technique. And we were just blown away by... Apple, you know, putting us on the front page several times, and uh, just a, it's a great exposure. So, uh, if you put me in touch with the right people, I'll make sure that it happens in the next couple of days. Awesome! Hey, that's cool. It's funny in life how things come up, whether it's a technology thing or you never thought you'd go in that direction, and uh, and it's funny how it all works out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I never, I never thought that I would be saying myself self. You know, how about I'm going to make a, you know, a software package? I mean, I think, Adid, I think your dad had it all planned out for me <laughs> when he met me, you know. But, uh, you know, I would have never thought that it was going to be something that, you know, helped spread the word about chiropractic. You know, with, yeah. mas- with people that are massage therapists want to know, hey, what's a, a good chiropractic uh, uh, place to send somebody to school? You know, there's a lot of, a lot of interest. So I'd be yeah. happy to. We need to get the LifeWest logo and, and link set up on that app, uh, Brian. It it uh, has recently been in the top uh, five to ten health and fitness apps uh, last year and also this year on iTunes. So it's just a, it's very popular. Wow. Yeah, I'm not beating Nike yet, but we're coming up on them. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so uh, Dr. Kelly, before I, I dive into the last topic. Uh, We've really appreciated having you on here. Do you have any uh, final words or thoughts or anything that you'd like to add to what we've been talking about? Uh, well, it's been cool connecting with you guys, and it's what a fun, uh, fun, fun call this has been. What a fun conversation, um, you know. And I, I probably most of the people on this call are doing well in practice. There'll be some who would like to do better, and there's probably some who are struggling. And uh, you know, different people have gone through these different phases in practice, but. 
there's nothing like getting together with a group of people and just kind of hanging out and, and some of that energy and juice runs off, yep. rubs off, you know, and it's not necessarily the technical side or learning just about a new technique. It's about what's the person thinking? What are they, you know, what what's going through their mind? And so I'd just say to docs out there, you know, um, hang out with other chiropractors because that's where the magic is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if I haven't been by to visit the school, come by and visit us and we'll take you out for lunch and tour you the campus and uh, we'd love to share you some of our world as well. Fantastic. Awesome. All right, Deed. So let's let's see if you can surprise us with a, a research study or some insights that Dr. Fred, Brian, and I haven't heard of yet. Well, you know, this is uh, it's kind of an oldie but a goodie, and there's some new evidence on this. You know, it's cold and flu season out there, and I'm getting so damn irritated driving around the city of Boise looking at billboards that say. The flu ruins birthday parties, and the flu uh, and the flu ruins date nights. You know, get uh, your get your flu vaccine at you know stoptheflu.org or whatever. So what I'd like to do is just remind chiropractors out there of some nutraceuticals that you can take, but also of the chiropractic history, how we started as a profession. So the first article I want to talk about is Think Zinc. Right, so Sing Sing et al. S I N G H uh, came out in 2011. It's from the Cochrane database, and the, the Cochrane group sometimes they put out some bad stuff that's a little negative on chiropractic, and it, but sometimes they put out some good stuff. What they do is they sit down, and they do systematic literature reviews on different topics, so they try to rate all the evidence. The problem is, oftentimes, by rating all the evidence, what they really do is they selectively include only certain types of evidence. So that's what the Cochrane Collaboration notoriously does, is they they look at a topic and they come up with a way to include uh, what they call the best quality evidence. Well, on this particular topic, they did a good job. Think zinc. Uh, What they did is they looked at all the randomized, double-blind placebo-controlled trials that were in existence on zinc for the common cold. And they came up with 13 clinical trials that met their uh, inclusion criteria, which is actually quite a lot. So you got 13 double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled trials. Now, what that means is you're going to have people that actually take zinc as a lozenge, and then you have people that get uh, an inert subject or a substance like a sugar pill or, or something like that. So what they identified is that when people will take zinc either as a preventative measure or within the first 24 hours of cold and flu symptoms, that zinc will actually reduce, number one, the severity of the illness, but number two, the longevity of the illness. And this was a significant finding that was statistically significant across the trials that they looked at. The only side effects of zinc are, of course, the bad taste, and then when you take it on an empty stomach, you feel like you got to vomit. So you got to take zinc with food, and uh, then, of course, the bad taste. There, there's different brands out there that might help with the taste. One of the things, though, that you have to be concerned about is some of the products out there do not offer uh true bioavailability uh, zinc as part of their lozenge. So you got to really research the company and look and see, is this stuff readily absorbable and is it the right type of zinc that your body needs? So number one, think zinc. Uh, Number two, we know that vitamin D3 
is a big thing out there for the immune system. And, and that matters with the cold virus and with the influenza virus. Uh, there was a study done in 2010 in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Uh, this was in the March issue. This was a randomized trial on vitamin D supplementation to prevent seasonal influ influenza A in school children. So Dr. Kelly was talking about life's focus on pediatric research with Dr. Joel Alcantara, and this, this particular paper fits right in with that from a nutritional point of view. What they identified here was that vitamin D3 supplementation with 1,200 IUs per day compared to a placebo in school-aged children, it was statistically associated with the vitamin D group, that is, statistically associated with less incidence and prevalence of contagious vitamin or uh, influenza A virus, and they identified that with a nasal uh, pharyngeal swab. So vitamin D3 daily supplementation was shown to basically prevent the contagious uh, part of the influenza A uh, uh, virus in school-aged children. So we now know that, that children need to be getting at least three to maybe ten times the recommended daily uh, allowance that's put out by the FDA. So the FDA recommends 400 I use per day, but that's quite a bit lower than what we actually need. So this study was 1,200 I use per day. So those are two research articles that are on nu nutrition and the cold and flu. And I'm sure that, Joe, you haven't read both of those. No, I haven't. But I've heard you talk about them. I, the 2011 one is, is new. I, I honestly, I have to admit, in front of the thousands of listeners, I did not know about that one. Right. And then, most importantly, we're chiropractors. The chiropractic profession historically has its roots in the influenza uh, virus. And if you remember the big uh, uh, pandemic that occurred back in the 19th, uh, early 19th century, all over the world, but also in the United States, chiropractors, in fact, were leaders in the treatment of these people. So historically, chiropractic treatment for the flu in patients has actually been found to be clinically beneficial, and this dates way back to the, these early days. There's not great uh, clinical trials on this, but there's uh, written reports on how chiropractors would go into orphanages and churches, and they would treat, adjust the, the sick and the ill. I don't want to say treat. They would adjust them and remove nerve interference through correction of vertebral subluxation, and these were the, the medical failures at the time. These were people that were not given a chance to survive the flu. And in fact, these people fared better. These people had less complications. These people died less than the people that got standard medical care. And you can look at some early historical accounts uh, in the osteopathic literature, but also in the chiropractic literature that shows uh, what uh, chiropractors did back in the early 1900s, early 1900s uh, for people that were mm -hmm. suffering from the flu back in those days. Yep. So more, moral of the story is get adjusted, think zinc, and D3. Awesome. There we go. So, uh, Brian, you were familiar with that uh, little tidbit of history, yes? Well, I know that uh, some of it, I know that uh, Dan Murphy's done a, uh, a lecture on the flu and where chiropractic played a role in that in the early 20th century. I think it was, it's on YouTube somewhere. So if someone hunts around there, yeah, they may be able it, to find it. Yeah, it was. Actually, it's funny that you say that. I, um, I remember seeing somebody reposted some old, uh, I don't know how old the footage is, but it was, I recently saw it about a month ago 
Um, right. I don't even know if Dan knows it's on there. Uh, but right. yeah, it was great. Yep, absolutely. He did a fantastic job with that, with tracking down the references. And really, most of the references are written reports. They wouldn't really qualify as scientific evidence today, but nothing really back in those days would qualify as scientific evidence today. And at the end of the day, it's it's the patient that one case that matters, and those written reports should be considered as case studies. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, um, Dr. Fred, uh, what do you got coming up? And, um, you know, a little shameless plug. I know we have a CBP seminar coming up. If if doctors want to actually get some CEs and uh, do some skiing at the same time in Park City, uh, we're going to be there at Hotel Park City in February uh, to learn about thoracic rehabilitation. Uh, Deed, what are the dates for us there? And I know, Dr. Fred, you're going to be there as well, aren't you? Yes. Okay. And what are the dates for our seminar, Deed, since uh, yeah. you're, you're the, the... Fir the first uh, full-on CBP seminar of the year is February 17th and 18th in Park City, Utah, and that's the Thoracic Rehabilitation uh, and Case Management Seminar. And then, uh, Fred, you got something coming up at the end of this month? Uh, we got a quarterly month? seminar, February 4th, 5th, with some amazing topics to really launch your practice in 2012. So it's going to be a tremendous experience. It's Where's also that? in Salt Lake City. Ah, because you probably want to go skiing, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brian, and do you have any other speaking engagements where people can reach out coming up besides Cal Jam and Parker? Anything else coming up? Yeah, there's some exciting things. I'm going out to the, the New Beginning Seminar at the end of the month out in uh, New Jersey. Looking forward to that. And uh, in the first weekend of August, we're putting together our second wave event. We held that last August, and uh, someone said, you know, whatever you do, don't do a seminar in August. No one will come. Yeah. And like a 1,000 people turned up. So <laughs> Yeah, I was, I, I was actually upset. I couldn't make it that time. And, right. uh, yeah, I promise you, we're going to do everything as, as long as Dr. D didn't double book us. We'll uh, definitely be there. Yeah, it's a fun thing. It's kind of different, different sort of format. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. So, uh, well, uh, we may see you guys in the next few weeks, and uh, what an exciting time in chiropractic. It's an exciting yes. time to step up. We've got to, got to yes. step up our game. and So I acknowledge and honor you for the, uh, for the work you do in, in, within technique because, as I said a few moments ago, I think the standard of technique generally is not what it was uh, 20 years ago. So the fact you're leading that, and we can be part of that, teaching it at an undergrad level, uh, you know, we're committed to that as well. So, Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. We all agree with that. Well, gentlemen, that uh, concludes the weekly podcast for Chiropractic United of uh, the week of January 11th. And our special guest, uh, Dr. Brian Kelly, president of Life West, we thank you very much for participating with us. Uh, on behalf of myself, uh, Dr. Fred DiDomenico, and Dr. Joe Verantelli, or Ferentelli, Verantelli, sorry, yep. Joe, uh, Ferentelli, uh, we uh, really appreciate your attention to this uh, week's podcast, and we awesome. thank you wholeheartedly, uh, Brian, for being on with us. Yep. Thank you so thank much. You, Have an awesome day. Thank, thank you very much. much.